Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... Happy New Year from Gator. And we are closing out 2019 with this episode. Yes, we are. Thank God. It's been a year. You know, it's been a year of ups and downs. Yes. Good things and bad things. So, I can't, I can't completely say that 2019 has been a poor year, but, I mean, we started this. We did. This has so, been a highlight. It, it has been a highlight. It really has. It's opened doors. It's been good. It has. It really, it really, has. really has. We've got a good stick to smoke tonight. We plus, do. Plus, plus, each of our top fives for the I year. I was going to say, so unlike a lot of... The trucks. The trucks that go by and just create the noise. We are in front of the world-famous St. Louis Hill Cigar Company, St. Louis Landmark. If you've not been here, you need to be. And the traffic continues to be part of the show. It's the ambiance, if <laughs> you is. will. But um, occasionally we have, you know, like like the last time we recorded here, we actually had an audience. We did. We had a couple people actually watch us do our thing and... Seemed to enjoy it. That was interesting. It was. I mean, I guess we could say we'd been on our first live show. Except it wasn't live. Well, I mean, it was we live. Had a live. It was live in, audience. in front of people. It exactly. Was. So, anyway, so today we will be smoking the final entry from the November My Monthly Cigars. We box. held on to this sucker. We did hold on to it because we are going to be smoking the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Sun Grown. It is a Robusto 5x54 with a Nicaraguan wrapper, a Habano and Nicaraguan binder, and a Nicaraguan filler. And the reason we held on to it is because, if you recall, back when we interviewed Nick Perdomo Jr., way back when... He was gracious enough to come on and talk to Nicholas. Here. We smoked the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Champagne Super, Super Tour. Oh, yeah. And that one is... Very similar to this, except this one is the Sun Grown. And so we were kind of like, well, do we really want to smoke pretty much the exact same cigar? Or do we want to, like, you know, just kind of move on? And what Because we, we needed something for the New Year's show. And it only made sense to bring out the champagne for New Year's. Amen. So that's what we're going to be smoking tonight. And as Jeff alluded to, we are going to be talking about our top five cigars for our palettes. Now, a lot of shows, a lot of magazines, this is what I was kind of getting to when, when the truck went by. Uh, a lot of shows, magazines, and everything, they're doing their top whatever of 2019. Jeff and I don't really have the ability or the access to a lot of the cigars that make those lists because, yep. you know, the middle of the country tends to... Uh, Maybe not see the limited releases and that sort of thing. And so we we don't, plain and simple, we just don't have access to some of the cigars that some Are of these say on the other cigar places. aficionados list or whatnot. Precisely. Yep. And so we don't, we don't want to say this is our top whatever of 2019 because, quite honestly, we if we look at our list of things that we've smoked in 2019... Maybe only a portion of them actually came out this year. So we figured that what we would do in this episode is just kind of hit on our top five of what we have enjoyed throughout this year and just kind of make it more of a personal top five list. Yep. And so between the two of us, you're going to get at minimum, I guess, five cigars. 
if we if we both have the exact same. Unless we double up. But um, I guess at maximum you're going to get ten cigars. I haven't seen Nick's list, and he has not had access to mine. So it's possible that you and I literally have the exact same cigars. I sincerely doubt it. Our palates are much different. Significantly different. But before we get into all that, it is time to cut a cigar. That was impressive. So I'm going to give that guy a cut. Ooh. Nice job. Yeah. Did you jank it? No, I'm a little worried that maybe I didn't keep these guys uh, humidified enough. Oh, God. (laughs) So we might be having an interesting smoking experience. Wouldn't be the first one of those we've had. That's true. We've never had any, like, blowouts. No. On the show. I tend Ooh, to do, that's a clean cut. I tend to do pretty good with keeping my cigars humidified. Let's do the cold draw. It's that creamy nuttiness that mm-hmm. I have come to enjoy from the Perdomo Reserve Champagne. That you so crave. Oh, dude. It's like a... It's like... Yeah. It's like peanut or kind of nutty kind of taste, but it's just so creamy. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm almost getting like some some like hints of fruit flavor with it. I mean, maybe. I don't know. No, I am. Well, there you go. Are you gonna say like cantaloupe or m- mushmelon or some not, sort of road fruit? Not now. Okay. Some sort of road fruit. Those were persimmons. I like to call it road fruit. I also pick pawpaws. I have no idea what a pawpaw is. It's uh, Okay, it's in the banana family, and it grows uh, throughout the Midwest. Usually lower, uh, like, creek bottom regions and whatnot. My lighter has been giving me some difficulties lately. I'm thinking it's almost time for me to retire that guy and uh, pursue another one because... It's working just fine for me. I, I'm having to restart it, like, click it a bunch of times. and. Well, I'm having that with mine as well, Yeah. So. And I have had that lighter for a long time. Man. That's a good stick, dude. Nothing like the Perdomo Reserve, man. Yeah, that is a good cigar. You can't go wrong with the Perdomo. No. Just a hint, there might be one of those on my list. It's possible there's one on my list. (laughs) I mean, anybody who's listened to this show more than maybe once should assume that there's one. Yeah, I can name it. You probably actually you already have named it, but so we just lit these guys up. Jeff, any thoughts uh, on the initial? uh, It's just initial few draws. I mean, it's just a great stick. It's a good cigar. Um, Did a retro hail on it and picked up a lot of extra flavor off of that, such as oh, spicy, um, not really peppery, but spice and more like I can't put my finger on it, but I'm getting. Some notes of, uh, you know, like like we talked about earlier, a little bit of almost a fruitiness to it, which I did not expect. I'm not getting fruit, but it's it's got that nutty component that I expect from the Perdomo Champagne, but then almost like a caramel. Maybe that's what maybe I'm a, getting. Maybe like a sweet, like a caramel, yeah, maybe kind of a subtle it. caramel kind of thing going on yep, here. Maybe that's the, yeah. the fruity I'm getting. So I I hate to say this. It's almost. I mean, caramel's not fruity, but you know, whatever. Well, no, it's almost <laughs> like a little. Uh, it, it's almost like what I'm getting is like dried apricot, possibly. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of dried apricots. I got so it more. That's on not a familiar the, flavor on the cold for draw. my palate. Yeah, I got it more on the cold draw, but I'm still picking it up even after we lit up. So yeah, so we are going to get into our list here, and you know, I think I'll let you 
go with your first one. Okay. I'll let you go first because so, because I'll admit I went a little overboard with this. Did you overachieve again? I did overachieve. I I found it very difficult to narrow down to five. So I have my official top five. We had a pack that we would do five. But have, that's fine. I have my if five. You wanna, if you want to just... I know, have my five. But then after we finish credit. after we finish with our five each, I do have some honorable mentions and a category that I call one-timers, which I'll explain Okay, I have so, an honorable mention, too. Okay. Actually, so, I have two. So, okay. Go ahead. And by the way, mine are in no particular order. I don't know if Jeff has got his in any sort of, like ranking you know what i did and and the the way that i've ranked them is basically what i go to and these are just my go-to cigars i'm not saying these are necessarily the best cigars i've ever smoked but they're in my price range they're my go-to cigars they're water what are filling up my humidor currently as we speak i will give you that these i i agree these are not necessarily the best cigars i've ever smoked although i will tell you the five that i've picked i smoke regularly same here and Except. so, and so, I will say with with because of that, um, because they are ones that I smoke regularly. Of course, they're going to be my top five. Exactly. So. Now, I say that to say this: my first cigar is not one that I regularly smoke. It's one I'd like to regularly smoke. Okay. But I can't get it. Okay. I've had it once. I want it again. I've begged stores, please stock the cigar. And they haven't gotten it yet. They have not yet. I'm looking your way, Corey Frisbee. <laughs> it's the Casada, 1974. All right. When we had Mr. Casada, Manuel to you, Manuel on the uh, on the show um, <laughs> at I the s- Weston Tobacco Fest. We did, and I bought a 1974 at the Weston uh, Tobacco Shop there at Corey's shop, and just fell in love with that cigar. It's one that I want to smoke more. I'm not able to find it. Okay. So when I do, I'm probably going to have to, you know, pony up and buy a box just to have them. Just to have them on hand. Um, yeah. But it was it was a, a very memorable cigar. It's it's I've only had it the one time. You've talked about it a lot, and I've talked about it a lot since then. And my desire to have more. It's a great stick. Um, the Casada Company just did an incredible job with that cigar. Okay. And just to give you a little background on it, um, it's the 1974, and it was first released, I believe, over in Spain. You have notes. I do have notes. You jerk. You asked me if I had notes, and I said, no, I was just going to name them off. Well, I don't want to go by memory on this simply because I'm going to get something wrong. And okay. you know my memory's shot. Well, I don't really have... Okay, fine. Well, that's okay. I'm going to have to like... It was put out to celebrate the company's 45th year in business, and uh, it's available in the U.S. market now. Um, it's just an incredible cigar. Okay. Well, now I'm going to have to look up notes on my cigars. Well, so fine then. Fine. So, but yeah, it comes in a variety of sizes. By the way, um, the the one that I smoked was the uh, robusto. There's also a short robusto. You got a lancero, a corona. Um, it, you know, it, it basically is going to fit any any palate. You know, you tend to like the larger cigars. I tend to like more. You know, the fifty fifty four rain gauge. Yeah. And there's a little something for everybody there with the 1974. All right. Well. Solid first pick. There you go. I Good I have not had it. A so little, a I will little say that's out even of, one that I haven't even had. A little out of my normal range. But uh, it's it's one of those that I tried it and loved it. All right, then. So my first stick is the Aroa Dark, specifically the 6x60. 
Um, this is put out by CLE, Christian Aroa. And the Aroa Dark is, according to my notes that I quickly just found, um, the Aroa Dark is the essence of what Christian can do with Honduran tobacco. Rich and full-bodied, the Aroa Dark Natural is a Honduran puro that uses the higher primings from the tops of select plants to deliver a flavor profile that is as bold as it is delicious. Took that up a notch. I know, right? So there you go. I'm giving you the really elaborate description. But yes, I my my first pick for my top five is the Aroa Dark, specifically the 6x60. That's awesome. It does come in other sizes, but... You know, you're talking like a Robusto, like a 54, so like a Toro, and then you've got the 6x60 Toro. I so. tend to lead towards the Toros, so yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Possibly a Robusto down then. Well, there you go. So, that would be our first two. So, the first two is what? The Casada 1974? Casada 1974. And the Aroa Dark. Yep. Now, Gator's second pick. Uh-oh. You ready? Okay. It, it, this is going to be no surprise to you. Okay. The Leaf by Oscar. Oh, yeah. You do indeed love. I love, love, love the Leaf by Oscar. I actually put a picture up of one the other day. I broke one out and had it uh, over the holidays here. And unwrap, you know, it was kind of funny. I I smoked it on Christmas Day and actually put the wrapper, because it comes in a tobacco leaf around the cigar. It's how it's packaged. It's really kind of cool. And I took that leaf unwrapped it put it out and then i said i unwrapped a uh, present for myself on christmas oh it was I, I thought it was a good picture it it's, is a good picture you can go to the naked gator instagram page yes. and see it jeff has finally embraced to some degree not as much as perhaps me at this point but he is starting to post to, to instagram on the naked gator n-e-k-k-i-d gator face uh instagram page there you go now i tend to lean towards the connecticut Although I've had other versions of the leaf, and I haven't found one I don't like. It's got, like you mentioned with the cigar that we're smoking right now, this Perdomo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got that, like, creamy flavor to it. I just, it, when I have the time to sit down and really enjoy a cigar, leaf's one of my go-tos. There you go. And it's actually, it's it's leaf by Oscar, but it's put out by Island Jim, if I'm not mistaken. In the States. Yes. Uh, the rest of the world, Oscar, has the distribution rights on that. But in the United States, Island Jim. And again, you know, my first two cigars are two uh, manufacturers that we've got to meet and, you know, kind of kind of become friends with and, and think a lot of with Mr. Casada and with Oscar. So Exactly. So my next cigar is the Romacraft Neanderthal HN size. So the HN size is a 5x58. So it's... Ever so, it's probably the closest I'm going to get to a 6x60 for this. Yeah. But the Romacraft Neanderthal is described as a potent stick delivering a powerful complexity of flavors, including pepper, spice, wood, and cocoa, with an underlying sweetness. It has a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper placed over a USA Connecticut broadleaf binder and a filler made of Dominican Republic, Nicaraguan, and USA Pennsylvania tobaccos. There you go. Now, the the funny thing about that is you just stole my number three. Uh, did I really? We actually have a cigar that matches up. All right. Our two so lists. this is our this is our match. Then I had a Neanderthal earlier today, and it's just an incredible smoke. It, it's now, funny. Like on the cold draw, I got like coffee, and there's some cocoa flavors to it. It's now, just really complex. Now, and the one thing we pointed out when we uh, were smoking, we did smoke that one on the show. Yep. It does have a flat cap to it. 
It does. It kind of is a nod to the knee. And I, I punched mine today on purpose, and that worked like a charm. Yeah, because when I cut mine on the uh, show, I did cut it. You have to be very careful when cutting the Neanderthal because you can very easily cut too much of that cap away because it is flattened off. And then you have unraveling problems and everything else. And so it's one of those things that a punch is a really good way of smoking the Neanderthal just because it prevents a lot of those unwrapping issues. Absolutely. So The... Um, you know, it, it's just a good cigar. And again, it's out of my wheelhouse. It's a darker cigar. It's a sun-grown. It's a darker cigar than I'm used to smoking. But I really, really like it. Very good. So that's my number three. You you know, we, we overlapped there. Which so, I really didn't think we would. I would say we had, yep. we, we've had one. Yep. So so let's review and recap just because we're going, we're going in a good clip here. So I had the Aroa Dark. You had the Casada 1974. Yep. I had the Romacraft Neanderthal. Yep. You had the Leaf, uh, by, Oscar. Leaf by Oscar. And then you had the, I Roma also Craft had the Aroma Craft for Neanderthal. your number three. For my number three, this is not a stick I smoke regularly. Okay. This is kind of a special occasion cigar. Um, I think I've had, I could probably count on one hand. Probably, you know, or, or maybe not. I may have had at most. A half dozen of these. But the Davidoff Winston Churchill Late Hour, specifically the Toro. Yeah. I love the Late Hour, man. The Late Hour is a delicious full-bodied Dominican Toro that carries an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper on top of a Mexican San Andreas binder and a hearty mix of Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. The tobacco used was aged six months in a single malt whiskey cask naturally infusing the essence of the and aroma into the final smoking experience. It sounds so fanciful. I know. Well, and like I said, it's not a cheap cigar. I mean, these are about 22 bucks a piece, which is why I tend to not smoke them too regularly yeah. because I don't have Davidoff money I, I've sitting had, around. I've had one, and we did it on the show, if I'm not mistaken. We did. It was actually our very first episode. Yep. We had the uh, Davidoff late hour. Yep. And that's that was when, when the you whole called Winston, Winston Churchill yeah. a crossdresser. We don't know he wasn't. I mean, I'm thinking by now that probably would have come out. I'm just saying. Just saying. So, all right. He liked so, a nice pair of Louis Vuitton pumps. That's oh all I'm Lord. saying, guys. So my well, third. Who doesn't? Because sometimes in life, you know, a guy just wants to feel pretty. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that would be my number three. Okay. And again. Not in any particular order, except um, these are the ones that I have in my humidor. And I, when I'm going to enjoy a cigar, these are the cigars that I enjoy. So my number two, my friend, is the Perdomo Lot 23. All right, then. Now, this, uh, I don't know if you know much about the Lot 23, but it's basically a uh, Connecticut wrapper. It drapes a uh, medium-bodied blend of Nicaraguan long filler tobacco. And there's also a Nicaraguan binder that tightly holds everything together. So it says it has, uh, you know, loads of cedar, espresso, and nuts, um, you know, found from start to finish. And I find that it's the thing I like about it is with that Perdomo, and actually there's some others, and I'll mention, you know, some other cigars after we do our top five here. But with the Perdomo Lot 23, it's an affordable stick. And a really, really good stick. It's got about a $6 price point, depending okay. on where you buy it. And for the money, I I have a hard time finding anything else. 
that that matches it. I, I I'm a big Perdomo fan. You know that. Oh, and, absolutely. And so because I am such a big Perdomo fan, it's not going to be much of a surprise for everybody. But what what my number one is. Okay. So I don't know if I should hold off on the number one, or if I should go ahead and say the number one now and hold off on the other one of my top five. Wait, you have another one of your top five? We've, I've only done three. You've done four. I've done four. And what I'm saying is, instead of announcing what my number one is, because the only one I'm going to rank is number one. Okay, then. Do you want to hold off? you want to do a little BS? Sense? Yeah, why don't, why, don't we, why don't we BS I'll tell a little you, bit? I'll tell you what we need to talk about. Before, okay. Before we get into your number one. And my number two. Well, I'm down to my one. Who so, does yeah. number two work for? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I usually do the quotes. I, I like know. that. That was good. Um, no, we we are recording here at the world famous Hills. Uh, we are recording here at the world famous Hill Cigar Company. It's true in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and you know it's kind of our home store. It is. Now that being said, we before we did the broadcast tonight, we actually went. And sat back in the lounge, which I don't get to do much anymore because I am when here we're here, a lot, I know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm a little further away. And when we are here, we're up front Not recording. Much more further away. Uh, for work and whatnot. Okay. But, but whatever. Anyway. So I got to sit back in the lounge tonight and enjoy it. And that's one of the things about the hill is when you're here, your family. The lounge experience, whether it's here at the hill or lounges across the country and probably even across the world. You can't replicate the lounge experience. I mean, no. tonight was quintessential cigar lounge in that, you know, we've got the, the Cowboys-Redskins game going, and there's a guy back there decked out in Cowboys gear. There's another guy back there decked out in his Redskins jersey, and that room was just alive with Rockin'. people just ripping on the Cowboys, ripping on, you know, just, I mean, it was it was the best. I mean, they're talking football. They're talking life. I mean, just everything. It was the most just a live room you could have been in tonight. It was a blast. And, you know, we're that's the thing. When we come here, we may not be in the same socioeconomic strata as some of the people. Um, you know, we're, we're from different places in life. We're from different places around the city and around St. Louis. But, like I said, when you're here, everybody is just simply family. And... You know, we're all ripping on each other and telling jokes and watching the football game. And then we got into this big debate about who the first football team in St. Louis was. And that went on for a long time. Way longer than I expected. Yeah. Nick even weighed in on that and you know, well, started pro- an argument. The thing was, everybody was debating whether or not we were talking pre-NFL merger or if we were talking post-NFL merger. And that was a whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we, we had a great discussion. About the old St. Louis Gunners, mm-hmm. which a team was from the, from the 1930s. 19- yeah, 1930s. So, and it, and it just, it was interesting. So, yeah, very. It was a good anyway. time. And, you know, that, again, that's the fun of coming in to, uh, you know, the lounge and just getting to talk to different people and different people from different walks of life. And, you know, it's just, it's alive, it's electric. And it was for sure tonight. It was. Yeah. So. And and by the way, uh, if if the game holds true to what we saw before we started recording, it looks like Dallas just whooped up on the Redskins. Well, we don't know that because we're sitting out front. Well, but and you know, maybe there's some you know miracle on the uh, turf I, there, but I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it too. Anyway, so speaking of alive, I've been working on the website. Oh, now 
there's still some work to do in terms of populating it with information. But folks can now go to CigarPulpit.com. They can sign up for the um, email newsletter. There is a spot on there where you can go, and it's a link that will take you to uh, our Podbean page where you can listen to every episode online. Why would you not? I'm just saying, if you know, for whatever reason you want to listen that way, you can. I need to populate the About Us portion of it, and I need to populate just in general with posts. It's going to be kind of a blog kind of format. you know. Yeah. We'll have news and reviews. And you, and you will be able to categorize. There's a little, you know, categories section over on the, uh, oh, I guess if you're looking on the desktop, it'd be on the left-hand side. So you can kind of sort by either news or reviews if you want. But, I mean, it's what it is. But, but yeah, we're going to, I'm, I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. But for the purposes of everyone signing up for the newsletter, you can now go to CigarPulpit.com and sign up for our free email newsletter. Yay. That will start sometime in the first of the year first yeah sometime after the first of the year yeah which is tomorrow right nuts i know anyway so yeah so that's alive good deal i know so we were discussing movie reviews um back in the lounge we we discuss movies often on the show as well we do but yeah well you and i went to see a movie last night uncut gems oh man that movie was amazing uncut gems we're, we've got our guy Jim here sitting here in, yep, the, in have, the room with us. Yep, we, Jim has and, come in to be and Jim our was uh, asking, audience. I asking about the movie. We went and saw Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, and let me tell you, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to spoil the movie. But pins and needles. That movie was the most stressful movie I've seen in a very long. I was anxious. I was amped up. Yeah, physically anxious yeah. the whole movie, and it starts. You start at a lower level of anxiety, but by the end of it. You're like buried in your chair, gripping the headrest. It I mean, never it lets was, up. It was the most angst-filled thing I've seen in a long time. There's been a little discussion about Adam Sandler, you know, being up for you know an Oscar. There's some buzz about that, and in all honesty, he ought to be nominated. This I agree. was great. I agree. If, if you get a chance to go see this movie, do it. I'm not gonna lie. We saw a really late show last night. We both had family things going on, and then we got together about ten forty. The I movie was. was at ten forty. Yeah. We got out at like one fifteen, one thirty. So it's about a two and a half hour long movie. It it was a lot to process, and it took me a while to come down off of the. Oh yeah, I, I would almost call it an adrenaline high from. It the movie. was hard to sleep yeah. afterwards. Yeah, because it just was so. It's so much. It's so stressful. It was. I awesome. can't recommend it. Was, it, it was enough. amazing. It was really, really good. Now, so Kristen and I took Addie uh, and our cousin Mackenzie to go see Jumanji today, mm-hmm. the second installment from that uh, reboot. And dude, it's great. I still didn't. I didn't see the last one. Oh, you you have to. It. I know you're a purist, and you want to. You know, I'm not a purist. I just don't. I, for whatever reason, that one's not. You know, hitting me and saying, "Oh my gosh, I have to go see that." You know, there's some movies that when I see the trailer, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's what I'm going to go see. And for whatever reason, the Jumanji movies, and I'm not saying they're bad. And for all I know, they're really good. And I'm sure they're fun. They look, I mean, the trailers look like they're fun movies, but I just, I just don't know if I care. Yeah. It's the first one is good. I actually think the second is better. Okay. I I think it actually built on itself and they did a lot more with it. Um, A lot of character development. It was it was a fun movie to go watch. Well, I follow The Rock on Instagram, and he's been hyping it up a lot, obviously. Oh, as well he should. 
And he know. does a great job in this. And it's, I, I don't want to give anything away, but it shows a little bit of his range of acting that I wasn't, you know, I mean, I'm used to The Rock, and The Rock's usually The Rock and whatever. But he, he expands on his acting abilities a little bit here. In Jumanji. Yes, it really does. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, and Jack Black's great in it, too. And I'm, I'm normally not the biggest Jack Black fan. You are not a Jack Black fan. No, I like him in small doses, like Anchorman, you know, when he's the Harley guy and he kicks the dog off the bridge, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. But him carrying a whole movie to me gets really old really fast. But he's in an ensemble cast here. Now, the you pointed something out to me I didn't know. The young lady that plays in the movie, is, that's one of the Avatar characters in the movie. Karen Gillian. Yeah, is actually uh, Nebula from uh, the yes. Avengers. And I did not know that. Well, you're like the only one, but that's okay. Apparently. <laughs> I had no idea that was her. You said she was also in... Uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that either. There you go. I'm not a big... I'm just never a big Doctor Who nerd. I, I didn't watch Doctor Who. I didn't... The old Doctor Who stuff, but when it was relaunched with uh, Christopher Eccleston... I tried. That was good. It, it was hard for me to watch. Doctor Who is, at its heart, a children's show. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's what it originally was for. And so, it's it's a sci-fi nerd thing, but at the same time... Which you I'm know, normally all in for. It's, it's got that level of kind of childish goofiness to it that yeah. you kind of have to also be cool with. Yeah. Well, so There you go. But yeah, yeah, so she plays Nebula in the uh, Avengers series, and I had no idea it was the same uh, actress. All right. But she does a great job in this. She really does. Well, very cool. So, uh, what do you get on your stick? I am still getting the caramel... I'm still getting the nutty flavor, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. I'm all in for all of that. It's almost, I know you're going to make fun of me for this, it's almost got a trail mixy kind of flavor to it. With, like I said, the dried fruit and the nuts, that's that's what I'm picking up on it. It's, <laughs> it's like smoking trail mix. It's a which really is a, interesting description. Which is really good for whatever reason, but yeah. Okay, it's yeah. a really interesting description, but that's okay. Just saying. So yeah, so I... Uh, I guess this is as good a time as any to go ahead and talk about our remaining cigars. So I'm going to go ahead and announce my number two, considering the number one should not be a surprise to anybody who has uh, listened to the show with any regularity. So my number two, I'm kind of playing a little fast and loose with this one, man. Okay. I'm going with the Brick House, all right? Specifically, the mighty mighty, the the you know six and a half by sixty. However, and there's always a however in life. In terms Still of still led from Frank Opinion here in St. Louis. Well, there you radio go. Radio show host. So, in terms of which brick house I'm going with, it depends upon the time of day. So, I like the brick house Connecticut. Wait, so you're just saying number two is the entire line? Not necessarily the entire line. Um, specifically the Connecticut and the Maduro. Okay. And it depends upon time of day. The Connecticut, I think, is a really great first cigar of the day, breakfast cigar, you know, that sort of thing. It's it's a really solid go-to stick for me. The Maduro, though, if maybe I've had another cigar that day, is a solid stick to slot into the rotation for that point. Okay. I think I think going from, let's say, well, just to take one that I've already named, going from like the Romacraft Neanderthal to the Brickhouse Connecticut. Oh yeah, it's too much of a of a decline in uh, 
in strength. Whereas the Brickhouse Maduro, man, it stacks up, and I'm totally cool with it. So it it so with the Brickhouse, it depends upon the time of day as to which one I'm going to go for. But the Brickhouse by J.C. Newman is all around a solid cigar and definitely one of my go-tos. Fair enough. So I guess it's time for you to announce your number one cigar there, bud. It is. You ready? I am indeed ready. Okay, I'm going to butcher the name. I can tell you that right off the bat. Well, I can guarantee what manufacturer it's from because you haven't had one come up yet. My father. I knew it was yep. going to be my father. My father, and it is the Floor... De, I'm going to butcher this. Floor de las Antilles? 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 Floor, We're going to go with that. Floor de las Antilles. It's actually named after Cuba. Okay. Um, which is the largest island in the Antilles Islands. So that's So that's maybe what it's, it's named Antilles? After. But it's but it's not pronounced. It's not spelled the same. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Antilles is spelled with es, and the cigar is spelled with as. Okay. So it's it's I I'm not sure if the pronunciation is the same or not. So, but that being said, it's just a great stick, and um, it basically it's got artwork from the early 1900s. Uh, the Garcia family um, once again honors the island and their birthplace with uh, you know this cigar. Well, there you go. And it's a box press, which I know you're not a fan of, but I absolutely love. And again, for me, it's it's a darker cigar, a little bolder cigar than I'm used to smoking. But I really, really enjoy it. And it's it's one of the go-tos. It's one of the ones that I keep stocked in my humidor for when I have time to sit down and enjoy a stick. Well, that just sounds great. So, it should not be any sort of mystery or... Pick me, pick me. Um, Let me guess. You know, I I, I want to say it. Okay. So I want to beat you to it. Is that wrong? I just want to step all over this. I mean, it's kind of wrong. Fine, I'll let you say your cigar. So my number one, if anybody's listening to the show with any sort of regularity knows, is the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Champagne Super Toro. And that cigar, for me, by far is my go-to i you can attest i have so many empty boxes of this cigar we've talked about actually office. building a uh pulpit out of them yeah i think I've for got the like, show i think i've got like seven or eight of these boxes stacked up in my office and, and he did, didn't just buy the boxes he bought them full of cigars so the perdomo reserve champagne according to my notes here combines full flavor soft and creamy taste like no other and it is they're saying it's a compliment to a nice meal whatever i just think it's the perfect go-to stick i have been in love with that stick since i had it and i mean and kept having it kept having it and having it and having it and there's been offshoots this sun grown for example i'm really digging that and there is the uh, uh reserve noir which is more of a darker you know version of it and everything but i'm telling you it's by and large, that one is my go-to. And like I said, I like it in the Super Toro size, the 6x60. It's just a fantastic smoke. Well, there you go. So so why don't we uh, do our ad real quick for my monthly cigars, and we'll come back and talk about our uh, honorable mentions. Okay, so we are sponsored by MyMonthlyCigars.com, which is where we, are, where we uh, received the cigar that we are smoking now. And this was out of the November box, but MyMonthlyCigars.com is a premium cigar subscription service where you can sign up and have a box of cigars shipped to you at your home every month. 
And we specifically think you ought to sign up for the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. That is the Cigar Pulpit Care Package. And what happens is you get a box, we get the box, and we smoke those four cigars over four shows on the podcast. And so you can smoke along with us. And every time we open the box, you get to hear Nick and I scream, what's in the box? What's in the box? So anyway. Seven. So Great movie. If you sign up and go to MyMonthlyCigars.com to sign up, you can use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, to get either free shipping on your first box or 20% off any of the items in their store because they do sell other stuff other than the subscription boxes. And, you know, I always say this. I know I sound like a broken record, but I mean it. Um, try out the cigars, find something that you like, and then get with your brick-and-mortar store, whether it's the Hill, the Riverman, you know, we can name the Weston Cigar Company, Deebles, go just wherever you are across the country, and go to your brick-and-mortar store, let them know that you like that cigar, because I would say if you like it, others are going to like it as well. It may not be a cigar that they stock, and it may be a good mover for them. Exactly. It's a good way to sample other cigars, and... We would be remiss if we didn't point out MyMonthlyCigars.com has an MSRP guarantee. So all of the cigars within the box are guaranteed to, the MSRP is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So I think for December it was a $30 box, norm, but the price of the sticks would add up to about $45. So yep. you're getting a little bit of a break there too. And, and you know, I will say this, and, and this is going to sound kind of contradictory, um, you know, for an ad. But there was a cigar in there that we didn't necessarily like, but the other three that we did. And that's the beauty of getting to try out one of these monthly services is you can see what you do and don't like before you go buy a bunch at the store well, or a box precisely or whatever. Because in that case, even if you took that cigar out of the box and said, hey, I didn't really care much for this one, but I did like the other three, yep. you're still not out any money because of Absolutely. that MSRP guarantee. Absolutely. So it all works out. So It's been a great service. We get the cigars in timely. Uh, they come with a Bo- Bovida pack, which is crucial oh, for yeah, shipping for cigars like shipping, that. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I have bought cigars online before. I don't do it anymore um, because I actually try to do what I can to support our brick and mortar stores. Exactly. But I have bought some cigars before and got them, and they did not come with any sort of no. And they're moisture a pack. pain in the butt to get re-moisture. Or yes, they are rehumidified. Yeah. So, which is another reason I quit buying from that company. So. so um, let me let me throw out one of my honorable mentions. All right. And I didn't want to put two of the same company on my list, although it's a good stick. And the more I've smoked it, the more I'm enjoying it. It may shift into my top five for next year, but it's the uh, Perdomo Factory 4 blend. All right. I've really been enjoying that stick. And again, it's it's a $6 price point. You know, for me, you know, that's that's a good, a good reasonable cigar for me to smoke. Well, and... Um Speaking of affordable yeah. cigars, because you know me, that's what I smoke. Speaking of affordable cigars, you uh, you do smoke a lot of quorums. I do, and you know They're, that's not necessarily one. I guess you're throwing on the list, but I'm not throwing you do it on the list. A lot, but of I like I like to smoke the quorum. Um, normally, what I get is the torpedo, mm-hmm. and smoke that, and it's a good stick when I'm driving, and you know, got some time to kill, but uh, you know, and in, in, in all honesty, I'll sit down and smoke a quorum. I have no problem yeah. with those. But I do, I do enjoy those. But yeah, they're they're not in necessarily in my top five. It's more of a utility cigar, but it's a good smoke. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're getting into the uh, honorable mentions, I'm just going to kind of blow through these. I'm not going to give like lots of notes and everything else on them. 
But um, there is, I have five. So I have another, I have a whole other five. <sighs> you doubled down. Well, I got thinking about it, and I'm like, my God, there's so I have, many I have one more I'm going to mention. Okay. I have one more to mention. Okay, well, then why don't you mention yours, and then I'll get through mine. Okay, so here's the problem. I'm not going to remember the name of it, and I'm going to have to ask you live on the air, live on the show, that cigar that we got, I bought you one for Christmas, and we smoked it oh, last week. Oh, it was that Fuente. Oh, my God, was that good. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up myself, because that was, yeah, um... While that Nick's looking the, it up, uh, it was a pricey was cigar for me. It was Arturo Fuente Gran Anniversio, Anniversio Destin, Destinio Al Siglo de Familia. I just butchered that. All the hell. <laughs> but regardless, if you can find that stick, go it's, ahead and get one. It, it's on my Instagram, folks. It was from when the... Probably about a week ago, I posted well, that. I, I so. hate to even say it was about a what a seventeen eighteen dollar cigar. It is. It's and not. it was it was a Christmas gift for you, and I bought one and we smoked it. Yeah. And we're gonna have to do it on the. It's on your Instagram too. It is. We're gonna have to do it on the show at some point yeah. because that was a good cigar. Except we're gonna have out to see my if they have them because they are very difficult True. to come by apparently. So. Out of my price range, but my God, was that a good smoke? Mm-hmm. And look at me getting a good Christmas gift for you there, buddy. I know. It's like you actually tried for once. <laughs> So in terms of my honorable mentions, I have the uh, Liga Pravada 9 Corona Double from Drew Estates. Um, I do like the Liga Pravada 9. I prefer that specific size because it's the closest I can get to the uh, larger larger ring gauge. I think it's a 7 by 54, so it's a little closer to maybe like a kind of a Churchill. Yeah. But, yeah, so the Superfly by Oscar. Oh, good stick. Love the Superfly good by stick. Oscar. And I think the Superfly by Oscar, I think, got screwed on a lot of top lists for 2019. Being a new stick that came out, it should have it been on It should have been lists. on a lot more lists than it was. And I think that Oscar and the Superfly specifically got screwed on a lot of lists. So, anyway. Um, the EP Carrillo Dusk Solidos. I don't believe I've had that. I just had one today. And it narrowly missed getting onto the five uh top five for the for the year for me the punch signature six by 60 you know we talked about that the last time i was gonna say it's one of those cigars that always i like it a lot but i always forget about it yep. and so then when i go to the store and i'm like oh hey i need to pick that up and i buy like a bunch of them and i smoke them and then i forget about it for a month or so and then I see it again, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to buy more of those. Yeah, I need to work Punch back into the rotation because they are good but sticks. But that Punch signature specifically mm-hmm. is just a really good stick of theirs. And then the Southern Draw Jacob's Ladder in the Gordo size. You like the Southern Draws. That specific one, it's dark, and it's meaty, and it's got a lot going on with it. Yep. So Speaking of that, what do you get on your stick there? I'm a little further along than you are. You are. Um, I'm still getting the caramel and the creaminess and the nuttiness. Yeah, I'm still getting all of that. It's I'm not. I'm not quite halfway on this one. This is just a really good stick. It, again, it's the Perdomo Champagne Sungrown. Yes, the yep. Champagne Sungrown. And this was in the My Monthly Cigar Box. It was we in saved no- it. November. Yep. So, and then I do have one other small category that I want to point out. More. It's two more cigars. Okay. But this is what I was referring to Are these your one outs? These are my one-timers. So these are cigars that I've only had once. I really, really enjoyed them. 
but because I've only had them one time, I didn't feel like I could reasonably put them on my list of ones that I've had regularly enough for me to uh, say they're one of my go-to sticks, you know. But the uh, Aladino Corojo Reserva from JRE Tobacco, we just had that. That was the Huso Aroa cigar. Good stick. That's a fantastic stick. And then the American by J.C. Newman. You know what? I'll give you the American. That is a good stick. The as American well. by J.C. Newman was a really good cigar. Yep. And if and I that had, was a good interview you did too. And if I had, well, thank you. But if I had more access to it, I would smoke it a lot more regularly than I do. I've only had the one, and I've had you know uh, Adam Stevens offered to get us more of them if we want. I haven't taken them up on it because it's just I'm not going to impose. But it's one of those things that if I could get my hands on more of those, I I would. So. Yep. A good a good solid smoke. Indeed. So, let me ask you, since this is our New Year's episode, any resolutions for 2020 there, buddy? I got to drop some weight. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, all there is to it. Well, that that's obvious for both of us, yeah. but I meant something a little less obvious I, than that. I gained 30 pounds this year. <coughs> okay. Well, and, I'll give you that. You know, there was a time I was going to the gym and working out, you know, three, four days a week, um, sometimes more, and I've just completely gotten away from that, and I can tell. <laughs> I actually signed up for the gym back in October, and for whatever reason, life just being what it is, yeah, I have not made it there yet. Well, this is the guy and that had a gym membership for a year and a half and never went. It's true. I remember but see, that. But you got to remember, that membership was free because my wife taught classes at that gym. Oh, no. I was talking about the other one. Oh, yeah. That was a whole nother. It wasn't that long. It was that long. It wasn't that long. You had a personal trainer, and they were kicking your butt. It wasn't that long. It was a long time, but it wasn't a year and a half. I I think we need to go back and check the records. I can't. I've closed that bank account. Oh, well, see. Anyway. But anyway, so no, I did sign up for the gym in October. I just haven't made it by there. And um, it dawned on me how long it's been because they called me the other day to see how I've been enjoying my gym membership. And that made me realize, you know, I haven't even been by there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, I think that I think that needs to be our resolution. I think that's a good resolution. Can so, you bring friends? Because when I'm up, I'll go work out with you. I don't know. I guess I could ask. Yeah, we'll I have to see. Find out. I, I need to look into, there's a couple of good gyms uh, down in Perry County. Um, you know, Doc Z's has a really nice facility. And the Pinckneyville Hospital just put in a new, really nice facility at their uh, new location there in Pinckneyville. Well, that's good. Yeah. So there are some places to go and be able to enjoy and, you know, try to shed some of this because I... Exercising is one thing. Changing the diet's the other thing. Yeah. And that's one and of that's my actually problems. a much bigger part of losing weight. That's one of my problems is I enjoy food. Yes. And... You know, part of our social experience is getting together, we'll have a cigar, and we'll go eat somewhere. Exactly. And it's it's very hard mentally to turn that off. Yeah. Because I do really, I mean, I just, I like food. No, it's true. And it's, it's but it's a matter of finding food that you like that isn't going to just load you full of carbs and everything else. Yeah. But at the same time, I love my bread and my pasta. I know. I know. So, I get it completely. And, you know, there cereal. was a while where I was love doing. Cereal. You do love cereal. I, do I don't get cereal. that. I'm not going to oh, lie. I love it's cereal. It's full of GMOs. And love cereal. Glyphosate and it's poison. Anyway. Anyway. But, uh, no, that, that being said, there was a time where 
I was doing more like smoothies. You know, I grow my I grow a lot of my own vegetables and stuff. Yeah. You know, I I do a lot of organic gardening, and I grow my own kale and. You know, we'll we'll make smoothies, you know, bananas and dates and, you know, really healthy stuff. But then the problem is I end up eating a meal and I can't just stick to that for the whole day. Yeah. And if I could do that for a month, I would shed a lot of weight because I've done it in the past. Yeah. Ju- juicing, by the way, is one of the best ways to lose weight. Well, I know it's not your thing. It's not my thing. Have you tried it? I see my thing. I don't. You throw like the kale and everything else. I don't like. Well, that. You gotta have something healthy in it. I don't. I like fruit, but fruit's full of sugar. It is, and that's the problem. Yeah. There. So well, the beauty of it is you throw a banana in, maybe some dates, and then some kale, and you know I'll put in some Swiss chard, some spinach, um, you know, and it makes it much more palatable. It's not just drinking a straight green smoothie, which I have done, but that would not be your cup of tea. No. No. Anyway. You know what? That's what I'm going to do in the new year. I'm going to bring smoothies on, and we'll have smoothies on the air. You were supposed to bring MREs. I'm going to. I don't know when. Yeah, those aren't healthy. No. They're, I mean, a lot of calories, but they're, you know, they're, they're good for out in the field, but no, they're not necessarily a healthy snack. Oh, great. Well. But they are they are good. I, I will bring those in, and we'll, we'll open those up live on the air. Okay. Well, that's Something good. to look forward to in the new year. That's good. Well, other resolutions. I don't know if you have any. That's that's the main one. That's the main one. Yeah, I'll that's give the main that. one. That's a good main one. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to resolve that maybe we travel a little bit to go and meet some of the people that are messaging us to to go and and visit them. The um, the Nick and Gator World Tour. I don't know about World Tour. More I still like want to go to Cuba. More like the traveling freak show and revival. But <laughs> um, you know, we've we've been invited down to Florida to go to the J.C. Newman factory. We have. I know the uh, fine folks over at Perdomo. Have, I bet we have could get some Americans that, down there. I bet we could. Yeah. I know the fine folks over at Perdomo have talked to us about coming to their factory. Um, well, Oscar has talked about doing uh, tours of his factory he's as well. Starting tours, yep. I believe, in February down yeah. in uh, in South America or gotta, wherever he's at. I got to get the old passport going. Um, and then, uh, but I mean, we've got we've got listeners that have invited us to their respective areas as well i know we've got a lot of listeners in the charlotte area that have have talked to us about coming out matt tobacco up at uh up in uh the northeast there he's on the ash holes he's he's invited us to come up and not only see an episode of their show but also the the cigar authority Mm -hmm. so i think that'd be fun that would be and uh you know the other one that i'd really like to make it out to there's a there's a cigar shop that follows us on instagram and they're based out in california and I would love to go and visit them. Well, well, we have a place to stay out there now, our buddy Larry. It's true. Larry did yep. get a job out in uh, California. I don't know if we're going to be staying with him. I mean, this might be news to him. but Hey, Larry, we're, we're coming out to stay, buddy. But Max Smoke Shop in Palo Alto. Yep. They're, they're, they're big supporters and fans, and I think it'd be nice to go and visit Max Smoke Shop. Well, in addition, you're going to the trade show in Vegas. That's something I was about to talk about. So I did get media credentials to go to the TPE Expo in Las Vegas at the end of January. Jeff is being a punk and saying he can't come up with the money for the airfare. If we're going to take three other trips or four other trips during the year, I've got to, you know. I'm not saying we're going to do all of these. Well, we're going going to Vegas in July. That's true for the uh, yep. well, we're going to try for the IPCPR yep. or I guess it's the PCA now. But oh, did they change the name? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. 
but we're going to make our way back out to Vegas in July for the other trade show. But but this one in January is uh, is definitely a big up-and-coming one. I mean, there's a lot of cigar manufacturers there. A lot of new stuff's going to be unveiled because, you know, think about it. By July, all the FDA regulations and stuff are going to be fully in place. I mean, oh yeah, you're talking May. I, I mean, folks, I don't think you realize, come May, you may not have cigars that you like on the shelf anymore because it may not fall under the FDA substantial equivalence requirements and stuff. Nothing good is coming. So you're going to start to see a real drought of anything new. And I'd say if there's a cigar that you like, do a little research, find out if it's going to be around after May because it may not. And so now might be the time over the next five months to start stocking up and and getting the ones that you like. You know, everybody always says, you know, we want the government to, to get back to work, you know, for the American people and, you know, whatever crap they spew out of Washington. But when they go to work for the American people, they do stuff like yeah, this. they tend to screw us. Yeah, I just assume I they re- just sit I there. I really want them to just worry about fixing our roads and defending us. Roads, bridges, infrastructure. Military yep. and infrastructure. And, and you know what? In, they are over interstate commerce. But they get involved in a lot of other stuff they have no business being part it's of. True. But anyway, so yeah, we are I am gonna be going out to Vegas in January for the uh TPE. I'll be out there the twenty eighth. Um the show runs the twenty ninth through the thirty first. I'm out there Tuesday the twenty eighth. I come back on Saturday the first. So we're gonna have lots of photos, videos, interviews, all kinds of fun stuff from that that I'll be able to share. Uh, you know, in I'm, fact, if you get to meet Delicia before in, I do, I'm going to be really jealous. I don't know if she's going to be there or not, but I will say this. In fact, one episode is probably going to be recorded out there um, that Friday the, um, what would that be? Friday the 31st. You're going to do that one with our buddy Corey? Corey's going to be out there. Awesome. So my goal, and this might be the first time Corey even hears this whole idea, but my goal is to Saddle slot, up, Corey. slot him in as my co-host for that episode since, you know, you can't make your way out there. I could always do a phone-in. You could, but, but you know. no. I yeah. mean, we want to talk about the show. Well, yeah. I mean, I get that, and I'm not going to be there. So I so, want to hear all about it. So, yeah. So we're going to... I'll get into some shenanigans out there. Oh, I have no doubt. It'll be fun. You know, that's one of the reasons... In all honesty, that I'm not going is so I've got a little bit of bail money I can wire you. <laughs> I've been with you to Vegas, I know. I am less likely to get imprisoned out in Vegas than you are. Well, that's a given. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're less likely to get imprisoned here as I am. That's so, true too. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time till it catches up. But yeah, I think it'll be fun. Be something. Oh, it'll be a good time. Different. You're gonna have a lot of fun. We'll get a lot of. A lot of good information and hopefully meet a lot of fun people and get some interviews. It'll, it'll be a good time. Well, I mean, how could it be wrong? It's Vegas and cigars. And I'll tell you, the show is huge. So I was looking at the map of the show floor because they've got this really cool app. so you can. But kinda... it's not only cigars. Well, that's what I was yeah. going to say. So this map shows the uh, show floor. And so you can kind of go through on this app and click the uh, vendors and develop a list of, of vendors that you want to go visit. And so you can kind of mark them, and that way you know which ones you want to hit. And so I was kind of doing that, prepping my list of, like, who do I want to hit and everything like that. Cigars only account for about a quarter of the show floor. Yeah. So you're going to have um, a lot of vape companies Ugh. out there. And 
I mean, I don't know. I'm not I, a fan of the vape. I, I'm not going to lie. I agree. But you're going to have cigarette manufacturers out there. But there's a lot of other companies that tailor towards um, convenience stores. Because when you yeah. stop and think about it, the convenience stores are obviously probably the biggest clientele that these companies have to deal with. Yeah. Even aside from, you know, the cigar lounges and everything else. Yep. There's a lot of truth to that. And I think I think it's just going to be a fun show for you. I think you, again, you've got manufacturers that you're planning on meeting up with. And, oh, yeah. You know, getting some interviews. I think it's going to be great. Marketing reps, all kinds of stuff. Yep. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I'm jealous, and I'm happy for you all at the same time. Well, you don't need to be jealous. You just need to come up with 250 bucks uh, for the airfare. It's, But it's more than that. You know if I go out there, I'm going to want to gamble. I mean, it's, yeah, it's... I know myself too well. Oh, trust me. I'm going out there with the least amount of money that I've ever gone out there with. and But you're going to be tied up. And that's the thing. Yeah. I know I'm going to be tied up Wednesday through Friday. Now, Tuesday and Saturday are going to be problems. I'll put some money. I'll put some money on you that you're going to go to the Davidoff Lounge at least once. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My hotel's like across the street from it, that's practically. Perfect. So, between that and the... Uh, the Monte Cristo Lounge over in the Caesars. But I do want to try and find some of the more towny spots. Yeah. That's something I didn't do before when I was out there. I just stuck to the ones right along the strip. I didn't go and hit the lounges that are more of the towny lounges. I've got my high school buddy, Fred Olinger. Um, and by the way, uh, just I'm sure there's no kids listening, but if there are, spoiler alert here. You might want to turn the radio down for just a second. Um, but my buddy Fred plays Santa. In Vegas. He's one of the Santa Vegas. You oh, okay. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And does does apparently a tremendous trade being Santa Claus out in Vegas. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and he's he's really good at it, too. He's, he really does a nice job. But I may reach out to him and see if he knows of any of the local stores for you, um, you know, to give you some recommendations. Well, and with all that being said, if there's any listeners that live out in the Vegas area, Absolutely. reach out to me through Instagram or any of the other methods and... Let me know. Where should I go? What should I see? And, you know, that sort of thing. Hit I think it'd be fun. You exactly. going to Yardbird? I don't know. Um, I like Yardbird. I like Yardbird a lot. It's a it's a place in the Vene- – it's a restaurant in the Venetian, and they have some of the best fried chicken I've ever had. I lost my wallet in the Venetian. You did. Um, I got it back. You did. That was a miracle. But I do tend to spend a lot of money at Yardbird, and like I said, I am going out to Vegas with the least amount of money that I've – ever gone out there with. Or so, a sandwich? Well, that's a given. That's a given, That's yeah. a given. So. There's some really, I mean, there are good places to eat in Vegas. Yeah. Oh. Dude, and when we were there. some of the best places in the world in Vegas. We were at the Omni. Was that, is that correct? No, we stayed at, um, we stayed at the Encore. The Encore, okay. That buffet. Mm-hmm. It's not actually at the Encore. It's at the, uh, the sister hotel. The Wynn. Yep. And that buffet was phenomenal. Yeah, I and probably was, would not have done the buffet, but we got two two buffets. Well, it was comped with the room, Amen. so I mean, you yeah, you had to use you it. You weren't gonna like waste it. No, but man, the seafood spread there was phenomenal. Yep. So no, I plan on tying on my feed bag a couple of different times, which uh, kind of goes against my resolution of losing weight. But you know, yeah, you know, it's it's a it's it's, it's a trip. three days. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna you know well, yeah. it's four nights, five days. Yeah, it's you're gonna just because I'm I'm flying out there on Tuesday like super early in the morning, and um, then Saturday I fly back. I think my flight out is at like 5 p.m. Vegas time well, on that's Saturday. Good. So you can get some stuff in. So I get yeah. a lot. I get a lot of time. You're on, not just getting up and hitting oh, the airplane. No, no, yep. no. I'm I'm. Oh God, 
you really think I'm going to do that? No. I mean, realistically, I figure there's going to be parties and stuff, so I don't want to like go out Friday night and end up having to get up stupid early to go You're to the airport need to ask on Saturday. For the late checkout. Well, yeah, that's yeah, also that's, a yeah. given. But yeah, it'll be fine. We'll uh, we'll get out there and get that going. So, so I know we talked about the website already, but go ahead and let everybody know how they get a hold of us on the social so, so they can see all of your fine photos and interviews. We are on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit and now Naked Gator and E K K I D Gator. I always have to spell it because you pronounce it so like Southern Illinois, Nick and Naked. you know. So I figure I have to have to properly spell it. And then we are also on Facebook, and we are on Twitter, and we have a YouTube account, which that's, I guess, another resolution of mine, is I want to start getting more content going on that. Yeah. And then you can email me at nick at cigarpulpit.com, or you can go to cigarpulpit.com and just use the little contact us page. It's got a handy-dandy little you know, widget there so you can just fill in your information, leave us a message, and I'll submit it and come right to my email. That's awesome. So, well, dude, happy new year. Happy it's been, new year. It's been a blast this year doing the show, and I hope uh, all the listeners have enjoyed it. I know I've enjoyed getting together and doing this with you. I have as well, and I just see nothing but big things in the future for it. Huge. I have lots of Huge. ideas. It's just a matter of just building up to those. It's true. So as we finish out here, what are you getting on the stick? So in the... Uh, Again, it's the Champagne Sungrown Perdomo. In the back half of it, I've started picking up. The caramel's still there, but that has... Waned a bit? Waned a little bit. Um, I'd say in the second, third, I started picking up a little bit of... Just a hint. Just a very small hint of like a pepper. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that as well. I'm um, a little further along than you are. You are. But I'll also say, aside from the nuttiness and the creaminess and everything, the the caramel has kind of waned a little bit, and it's almost more of a honey kind given, of thing. Given way to some sweetness. A little bit of a yep. honey kind of flavor, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. It's a great stick. Fantastic stick. The fine folks at Perdomo never seem to disappoint. No, that is a, that is a true fact. So... I don't know what else to say. How <laughs> about stay smoky? Well, folks, this has been <laughs> the final sermon of the Cigar Pulpit for 2019. Hey, guys, we absolutely love you, and we appreciate you listening to us. We appreciate all the feedback you've given us in our first year of doing this, and we're just having a blast, and I hope you're having one with us. Exactly. So I'm Nick. That's Gator. And everybody, stay smoky for New Year's. <laughs>